You know, it's that time of year in which I really have some problems with people. These people are the ones that, you know, get that last piece of chocolate pie or maybe the best part of the turkey, the most juicy piece. I got to tell you, that is really dispiriting to me for Thanksgiving. But hey, that's not what we're here about today. <laughs> I digress a little bit. Hey, this is Jimmy Williams with Live a Life by Design here to give you today your pandemic positive moments to be thankful. And folks, we've got a ton of them. I even have a little secret I'm going to share with you in just a moment. Somebody that's going to enlighten you today with the great ideas that come to them during a time of craziness in our world, and she's going to share that with us. So you ask yourself, what is a grateful mindset? Why should I even be thankful during a pandemic, federal election chaos, crazy holiday season? Well, gratitude or thankfulness has been linked with an increase in self-esteem, resiliency, and overall life satisfaction. Two things occur when you are happy or thankful. One, when you are grateful, you think about gratitude more. And number two, the person receiving the gratitude you are expressing feels good, and that causes them to want to express gratitude back. A neurological action also happens when you are smiling and grateful. Your body creates chemicals in your brain called endorphins. These chemicals are so powerful, they're like morphine, and they actually make your brain feel better and do better. And lastly, people who are grateful are more likely to demonstrate self-control, which can help them make better decisions regarding their behavior, like eating better and not participating in bad habits, perhaps like smoking. So I am excited today to bring with uh, this episode some things for you to think about. I know everyone listening has had a very difficult, difficult year, but listen, we can turn it around today. Implement some of these things today and all this week of Thanksgiving, and while you're kicked back on Thursday, you're overeating, you've loosened up that belt, and you're watching football, uh, this will be something I hope brings to mind some gratitude. Hey, I've got to tell you, it is an extreme honor in this episode to share with my co-host with the most. She's back, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Lori Few. Welcome, Lori. Woohoo! Good morning, everybody. We are embracing the chaos and we are caffeinated this morning. So we are going to have a great day. This is the only podcast that I guess we uh, had a drug-free zone, but Lori has violated <laughs> that by caffeine addiction. But that's okay, folks. She is here and doing wonderful. Lori, what have you been up to? Oh, my goodness. Well, embracing the chaos, just like every other person on this planet right now, trying to figure out one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. And thank goodness that coffee is still accessible and free-flowing and just got to have it still. That's the thing that helps me get my morning going. Oh, that is awesome stuff. Well, Lori, I am excited you're here with me today. I I got to tell you, folks, when Lori's on the show, our ratings just go through the roof. And I'll tell you, oh. what, this lady brings it. You bring it every episode. And, and today, Lori, let's share with our audience the top 10 reasons for being thankful and showing gratitude to others, particularly during such a crazy year. So 
We've not slowed this virus a bit from exploding across our population of citizens. Our country does not even have a definitive president-elect at this point. And Disney World, Lori, is limiting the number of guests so drastically that the It's a Small World ride has only one person per boat. Well, well, perhaps I embellished a little on that last one, but that's what it feels like, Lori. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. When the mouse has a mandate, it gets real. You know, I've got to tell you, when they just told me that they're limiting the daily guests, and of course, that's what they call them, daily guests, to the parks for Disney World and Disneyland, I was gut punched, Lori. What am I to be thankful for about that? Well, I, I just really think that one of the, the first reasons that we need to be thankful during this time, even though we obviously can't go to Disney or partake in the Disney experience, is that we have to be thankful for time. I know that's a crazy statement, and, and a lot of people are saying that, well, I've got all the time in the world now. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because every other plan in my life has been canceled or changed or you know, done away with. And so we really do have to remember that we have to be thankful for time because if anything, the pandemic has given us more time to be with our families, to learn ways to connect with other people. Um, it's, it's great to watch my son FaceTime or Zoom meeting with his friends or my parents who live out of town. And so just giving us that time to kind of slow down and take stock of everything from daily life to work life to social circles even, um, and so I think that, first of all, we've got to be thankful for time and we may not ever get this time back. Um, hopefully in a year or six months, maybe we all wake up tomorrow and things go back to what we used to re recall as normal. Um, but we still need to be grateful for that time that we've been given. You know, that is a great, great thing to be thankful for. And what I'm looking forward to, Lori, is in 10 years when I'm a little bit older and I look back in my journals from this period of time and I go, who was that dark guy that wrote all that <laughs> stuff? <laughs> Why did he say that? I don't get it. You know, I'm hoping this has vanished from our memory except for those good moments, right? So right. Time Time is a great one. Well, hey, you know, a great one on your part, too. But one of my biggest reasons for showing gratitude during this crazy time in our lives is simply this. It makes me feel better by controlling what I can control. You know, that's been my big mantra this year. Mm -hmm, it's controlling sure. what we can control. So, Lori, I wake up every morning early, early, especially with this time change, sometimes 4.30 in the morning. But it gives me that peace of mind time, I call it get to do my Bible study, I get to do my journaling, I get my mindset ready for the day to say, bring it 2020, whatever you got, I can defeat this. So, uh, so bring I it. love that. Yeah. But bring it with coffee. Yeah, but, yes. If in her, her case, yes. And well, Lori actually starts her IV, I think at 530. I do. So. I do. It is a legitimate need. Um, and, and it's, it's, I really think this pandemic has gotten, it's more serious than it ever has been. It is. And, and you know, I'm not taking that lightly today, having a little fun on this podcast, because you know what, this is what I can control and you can control. So I'm going to have a good time with this. And and I think, to be honest with you, our listeners, our audience has been so kind to us during this time, listening to these episodes. That's the thing about Lori's having time to be thankful. Listen to something positive, fill your mind with something that's powerful. And don't allow the pandemic to be the controlling factor for the day. So, hey, my biggest time uh, to be thankful, my number one thing is, is, is simply that. And, and I think that's 
a great mindset to have, even though there's no way I'm getting up at four 30. Um, <laughs> I applaud you for doing that. However, I, I'm a, I'm, I'm five 30 ish, you know, but not, I try not to get up earlier than that, but you know, along those same lines, and we're talking about, you know, it is November. And so November brings a whole new set of challenges, even when it's not a pandemic. November means, well, it means football, which is great because we all love football. And hopefully here, we're going to get to, we're, we're going to get to go back to a traditional setting in football too soon. Um, but it brings in the holiday hustle and bustle. So November kind of, you know, you see that meme on social media that says, on October 31st, at the stroke of midnight, it becomes holiday season. And so November <laughs> brings all of those things, you know, family and friends and your scheduling is getting packed and every weekend you have this or that and it's coming. But really in November, one of the things that I'm truly grateful for, a lot happens in November. I mean, my birthday's in November, my wedding anniversary is in November. So it's kind of a Thanksgiving, of course, is in November. So it's November's a happening spot in my world. But truly, November is being, it, it, to me, it's about being gracious. Uh, we can be thankful, we can be appreciative. Um, but graciousness is such an important thing that we have somehow during the pandemic, we kind of lost that. And so I always feel a sense of gratitude and it just helps me get through. I, I know when November gets here, the stress of a normal year is heightened, but with a pandemic, it's, you know, 20 times that people are stressed and worried and, you know, how are they going to do this and how are they going to make that work? And they're sad because they haven't seen their family in months. And this is supposed to be the time where we get to do that. But the thing that we have to remember is that everybody needs a little bit of grace, no matter if it's the person delivering your mail, if it's the person you meet on the street, or if it's a person in your office, everybody is on a different schedule and a different wavelength. And so you don't know when you walk into a room or you walk up to someone, what their reaction is going to be, because honestly, we don't know inside their life or inside their circles. And so we don't know what they're going through. And so I really think that grace is something very, very important for the month of November. So that's, that's why it, it I don't know, may sound kind of hokey to some people, but for me, that's important. I love that. And folks, I want you to know she does accept birthday cards and gift cards <laughs> with dollar amounts of any kind to Amazon or anywhere, you know, any coffee shop at Starbucks, whatever you want to send her. <laughs> well, that's very true. I won't deny those things. I, I have needs, but <laughs> I, I will say that, you know, I heard that COVID birthdays don't count. Oh, that's what I've heard too. And I've heard, I don't want anyone blowing out candles that could have any kind of molecule coming out of the <laughs> mouth on the cake. I'm not going to eat the cake, right? But you know, <laughs> right. you brought up something important and folks, I want you to make note of this. In November's her anniversary and her birthday. So, so what I want you to know is the reason why they got married so close to her birthday, they had to wait until she turned 13 under oh. state law because her husband's so much older. So... <laughs> Well, in all actuality, I am the older woman. I'm two months older than him. You're not supposed to say that. Never, never. <laughs> well, don't ask me what number this is supposed to be this year because I'm, I'm We're not struggling counting. with it. We're not yeah, counting, Lori. We're not counting. Exactly. 29 uh, forever. Woo that's right. That's right. Hey, you know, I, I know this sounds crazy, uh, but let me tell you especially why it's important for me to be thankful all year round is it gives me such an empowering mindset of tackling those difficult 
seemingly almost insurmountable goals I set for myself because it's coming up that time, Lori. I set them in November and December for the next year. And I had to sit down and I was doing some thinking about five o'clock in the morning yesterday. And I said to myself, what can I do to really grow as a person through this pandemic and carry into 2021 as a goal? And I just sat down and started writing some things out and realized that my gratitude is what drove my ambition. Now think about that, Lori. So my gratitude drove my ambition. I am thankful that I get to work with people like Lori. I'm thankful that I got a great company that I have great people on that team that help us have every day, give our clients the best we can give them in terms of service and gratitude. To me, Lori, that is the most important thing. It drives my ambition. If I have a grateful mindset. Spoken like a scholar, my friend, it's really early, but I, I, I totally, yeah, I, I get it. You know, I, and it's hard. It's so hard right now because Again, you, you just don't know what people are going through. And, and we hope that people that listen to this podcast know that you are not alone. You positive, forward-thinking people out there that just say, today, I choose to be positive. We applaud you because it is a difficult decision for everybody to make. And lots of people are not able to have that positive mindset. And so just simple things to remember when you're out and about. Smile. You Even know, if that's you're wearing, exactly it. Yeah. Even if you're wearing a mask, smile. We, we call it smiling with your eyes now. You know, I did that the other day when I was at a store and this lady slapped me. So I don't know if oh. that works. Yeah, maybe I winked, but I said, <laughs> I got something in my eye. But anyway, she was only she eight. She was eight and she was in the, getting ready to buy her doll and I was giving her a hard time and she smacked me on the leg. I get that, you know, so don't wink, guys, but smile with your eyes. I think, Lori's what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, I, and it's so important. I, You know, we don't know what people are struggling with and smiling, um, saying hello, waving, of course, you know, at a distance because we're supposed to be practicing social distancing, but just because we're going through a difficult time doesn't mean that we can't do the simple things that can impact somebody's life in a, in a strange way. I mean, I can remember a week or so ago, I was just having a pity party and I was so frustrated and so upset and I was parked in my car and a kid walked across in front of my car and I just happened to look up and just so excited and waving. And I didn't have a clue who the kid was. I'm wondering if he maybe thought I was somebody else that he was looking for, but just seeing him wave his arms in the air and smile and like walk in front of my car really just kind of hit me. And I thought, huh, I could just forget this for a moment and just be happy and be okay. And I so enjoyed that moment. And it was something so random and so minuscule that I could have just brushed it off or ignored it, but I really, it, it changed my whole attitude for the, the rest of the day. And if, if that's all it takes, then we all need to be practicing that. You know, a lot of people are going through a very, very difficult time. And I am not discounting that as being caused by job losses, furloughs, whatever it might be. But I will say this, and if we approach each day with the mindset of we only have 24 hours, what would you do today, Lori, if you knew you couldn't fail at doing it? And, and that gives you some of that ambition that comes from your gratitude. You know, I can be grateful. There's nothing going to be taken away from me if I am thankful for those things in my life or those people in my life. Uh, you know, I'm thankful for Lori in my life. Even though she did uh, 
agree to come on this episode. And um, she said reluctantly that I had to pay double this time, but that's okay. <laughs> it's two cups of coffee now. So it's a pretty big contract. Hey, I, I'm, I'm not, I, I require, I have certain needs and that yes, yeah, two I, cups for sure. <laughs> for real. <laughs> but I, I, you know, going back to doing what you can control, I, I think that we really in during the pandemic, we've learned that we do have that control. Like we do have the ability to say to ourselves, I'm going to choose to be positive or I'm going to choose to be grateful. We can control that mindset and have that open dialogue, even with ourselves. You know, I'm not saying that, I mean, if you drive past me on the highway, I'm that crazy lady that's singing at the top of my lungs. It doesn't matter what song it is. I might be singing the wrong words, but I'm a car singer. And I love that because it's just a moment where I can be free to be and do whatever I want to do in the car. And I think with the pandemic that again, we've, we've kind of conditioned ourselves to, we are in control of our mindset because we're not interacting as much in person as we have in the past where we're influenced by other people. We're really kind of self reflective and doing things that we probably never envisioned that we would be doing. Um, but you, you really can control that yourself and, and why not? This is a great time to do it. So, you know, embrace whatever weird quirky thing you think you have or don't have, or you might stumble upon and find it. Um, but I do, I apologize for all those people that drive by and think, Oh, what's wrong with that lady? What is she doing? Is she, (laughs) I've got to tell you, Lori, if I ever see somebody parked up, you know, at a stop sign or stoplight and I get to pull up beside them, I'm going to roll the window down and start belting out that great (laughs) queen bohemian rhapsody. Yes. Own it, my friend. Yes, that is awesome. Because it's the best. It's the best to, you know, pull up to somebody, you're driving down the road and you're just in the zone and, and you, you know, maybe they see you do it and they think, okay, I'm going to do it too. I mean, it just, whatever makes you happy. So I'm going to utilize though, my premise in life, just like I do at church when they ask me to sing at all, it does say in our Bible to make a joyful noise. It doesn't say it has to be on key, Lori. So yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, (laughs) Talk to my mom. Like for years she would go to the Wednesday night church choir group and she would stand there in the, in the, uh, choir loft and she would sing and finally the pastor was like now we love you but if you could just (laughs) lip sync and let the other ladies do the singing um and she did she loved it she was like yeah i'm I'm game i'm here i i want to make a joyful noise but yeah her noise was definitely not joyful so so a real quick story not to digress too much here but a real (laughs) quick story so i did want to sing with the church choir and uh after a few moments up there trying to fit in in anywhere I could fit in any section. I went from the bass, soprano, alto. I I went all over this choir to fit in, Lori. And finally, the choir director came up to me and said, you know, your talents, I tell you what, we've just always needed someone of your talent. And I thought, oh, she's talking about my singing. And she said, no, we need someone that can put together the sheet music, staple it, hand it out, do that kind of stuff. (laughs) And I said, well, thank you, honey, because it was my wife. Uh, That's the choir director. So... (laughs) Uh, so I got relegated to admin. Dina. Yes, I had an God admin position. Dina. So uh, you probably rocked that <laughs> admin position too. I did, buddy. I can staple anything, buddy. One-handed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. my gosh! Well, you know my favorite method though of showing gratitude. You talked about smiling with your eyes, but let me say it this way: my favorite method of showing gratitude. You're gonna laugh. A handwritten note. Oh you know, no, I've that's. 
you know, yeah, talk about great. this before, right? Yes, this is something yes. I started years ago in a habit, not something typed up. I want them to know it came from my penmanship. And that way also it takes a little time for them to decipher what I really said. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> you know, Egyptian hieroglyphics, you know, or Sanskrit yeah. or something. But anyway, so, so what I do is I literally take two to three people that I haven't had an opportunity to speak with maybe in a few days or weeks. And I literally have some, um, have some note cards that I, I personally handwrite and fill in the inside and let them know with a hand-dressed envelope that people care about them and people are thinking about them. And it's just so touching because they'll call me and go, do you know how long it's been since someone sent me a handwritten note or card? It's incredible the impact it makes. And I don't do it for that impact other than to help them understand that I'm thankful for them and I'm grateful for their friendship or their fa- if they're family, you know, for the relationship. Uh, so anyway, that's just one of my methods of showing gratitude. How about you, Lori? I love that. I, I'm a big card writer myself and, and I have people that tell me all the time that, oh, you know, thank you notes and stuff. That's just like a dying art. People don't have time for that. They'd rather send you an email or a text like but for me, I, I don't get the same sentiment. I I love to read a card that someone has taken the time to to do, sit down and write for me. Um, I keep all of them. I have them in a, a, a cedar box that I just, if my house ever burns down, like that's the one thing, oh, I might have to run in and get because yeah. um, it just means so much to me. And I am a huge advocate for that. And it's funny because my 11-year-old will get cards from different people or in the mail and he'll come to me and say, mom, I can't read cursive. (laughs) (laughs) And it's such a struggle because I'm just like, Oh, what do you mean? Aren't you working on penmanship at school? Yeah, but we don't write like this. It's like a foreign language. (laughs) So we're working on it at home, but Oh, it's, it's definitely a, it's, it's a struggle. Um, yeah. Parenting. Parenting is another thing. If I could snap my fingers and change one thing right now, um, it would be parenting during this pandemic because no one seems to have a page out of their playbook that they can share with the rest of us. Um, we're really going at it alone. I've had multiple conversations with other parents. And, you know, when we, as parents now, we call our parents and they are all give us the same speech. Well, I don't know. We didn't have a pandemic when you were growing up. I don't, we didn't have to handle situations like this. Um, but if I could change anything, it would be parenting. And, and when I say that, I don't mean, I don't want to be a parent anymore. Although it's, there've been a couple (laughs) of times where it's like, Oh, are we sure we want to do this? Um, but no, we love our son and thank God we only have one. Um, my hats go (laughs) off to people who have more than one child right now during this, because I pray for you daily. I can just tell you that because it is very difficult. Um, the emotional toll that is taking on our children is so, um, it's hard and it's scary. And as an adult, we have to calm their fears and reassure them and tell them that it is going to be okay. While in the back of our minds, we're questioning, you know, every daily decision that we're making. Um, I know it's difficult, the conversation about sending your kids to school or choosing virtual school or distance learning. Uh, it's hard. Um, my hat goes off to all the teachers who are being, they've always been like sub parents for our kids, but they really are also stepping up and doing things during this time that they did not sign up to do. Um, so yeah, I think that if I could just change that, I, you know, maybe 
snap my fingers and give us a play-by-play guide of what we're supposed to be doing. But I think, again, it goes back to being grace or having grace. You know, be kind to yourself as a parent because we don't know what we're doing and we're doing the best that we can. And one of my favorite um, social media memes is, hey, give yourself a break. The woman, the mother in uh, the movie E.T. did not know she had an alien living in her house for a week. So you're good. You Although she be, found you, a lot of Reese's pieces all <laughs> over the place. No. Yeah. I mean, but you can't, you can't, you know, you can't control the pandemic, but you can, going back to what you said earlier, you can control your attitude, you can control your thoughts, um, and you can control your emotions for the most part and just really kind of be that rock and solid ground for, you know, whether it's your child, your grandchild, your niece, your nephew, all the kids, all young people right now need that positive mindset. So if we stay in that positive mindset, then they're going to watch us and we need to be leading by example there. Absolutely. I will tell you though, Lori, if, if you'd looked at my goals that I had set last December for January of this year, and man, we were just cranking it along until March. And I mean, it just seemed like this thing came on this virus, boom, everything went crazy. But what I wanted to tell people about that, if you're listening to this, take note of this, cut yourself some slack. When I'm this guy, though, I'm type A, you know me by now, Lord. I set a goal. I'm going to fight tooth and nail to myself to get it done. I'm going to take whatever course I need to learn. I'm going to speak the language. Whatever I got to do, I'm going to get there. And I just had to sit down and look at my goals in March after the first quarter. And I said, this may not happen as I had hoped but it could happen in another version of this. So for example, we had planned a vacation. Uh, My wife and I were going to spend about a month in Europe in the summer. Obviously not a good time to go to Europe when they're having such health issues over there. Uh, So we canceled that, put it on the back burner. But that doesn't mean you just give up on that goal. You just certainly wait for better timing of it. So I like to tell people, the best way for us to, to spread some, some things, if I could snap my fingers and say, give yourself some slack, cut yourself a little break. And at the end of the day, it just happens that if you do that, your mind can then refocus on a new goal that will work within whatever factor or environment you're facing. So we set another goal to say, well, we'll just go to Canada, spend some time at Lake Louise in Alberta. I got some friends up there. And uh, guess what, Lori? That didn't work out in July. So, so, <laughs> Your backup so, has a backup has a backup plan? My, Is that my, what we're saying? My, I'm about on backup number four right now <laughs> on my yeah. goals. But, hey, that doesn't mean we can't enjoy this phase of life. And like you just said, I believe if we approach each day with the opportunities it gives us to seize those opportunities, you're still growing and you're still going. And that's what's important. Thank you to all of our listeners of the podcast. We've received many reviews on iTunes and appreciate your comments. If you haven't subscribed to the show, please do so today so that you will not miss an episode of this outstanding content. It would help us spread positivity around the world if you would rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Now, back to the show. So let's share some of these ideas for implementing these gratitude prompts with the audience. It is one thing to say them, but another to live them. Sincerity of purpose or thankfulness of heart paves the way for a more happy life, even when the world is turned upside down and or wrong side out. Yeah, so here's the thing I want you to do today. 
If you're listening to this podcast, and I hope that you gain some thought today about a few approaches to being thankful, even in the midst of a pandemic. Now, just because your turkey didn't turn out as moist as you wish, or your gravy ended up with lumps in it while you put it on there, which, by the way, I will tell you, Lori's best recipe for Thanksgiving, mashed potatoes extraordinaire. Oh, so I'm, now. Mm, yes. I'm, I may get Lori to let me post that on the website for all of our people during Thanksgiving. This would be something that I know your family would love. If you're going to be at home with family at Thanksgiving where you should be, show up with these mashed potato extraordinaire. This will set the table on fire. But anyway. Show me the potatoes. That's exactly right. Well, she <laughs> drinks a lot of coffee. She eats a lot of carbs. How does she stay so thin? I have no idea. But anyway. So, so the one thing I want you to think about, just because your world is wrong side out or upside down or, you know, it's just not within your control, as Lori said earlier, I want you to think about taking a moment, find that still quiet moment in your refuge. Lori right now, I hate to say, is sitting in her closet doing a Zoom meeting recording. <laughs> so, so, I mean, you do what you have to do to make things fit your environment. And I will tell you, you will gain a lot of emotional growth if you'll come to that conclusion that says, I don't have to own it all in terms of control, but I can control all that I own. You see what I'm saying, Lori? Oh, absolutely. And earlier when you were talking about your trips, you know, having the backup plans, I have been saying all year, well, it seems like all year, but I've always said you know, when something doesn't go right in your story in life, just yell plot twist and move on. We have to be able to adapt. We have to know that our story continues and that it doesn't stop because we've hit a roadblock or an uncomfortable situation or something that, you know, we just don't think we can handle. We, we will and we will be better for it, but we've got to be together to make it better. And I, I absolutely believe in that. I think that 2021 is coming and it's going to get better. Um, but we have certainly learned a lot in 2020, things that we never thought we could do. We are pressing forward and we are doing, um, and we're doing it with smiles on our faces and in our eyes. Here, here. I will tell you this quick story about our daughter. Our younger daughter's at a major university here in Oklahoma and, uh, she's in a sorority house, of course, crowded, I don't know, about a hundred girls, and uh, I keep telling her, literally every day we have a conversation about, oh my goodness, dad, guess what happened today? And it's usually not something that positive because you have so many thousands of kids, you know, on campus and they're trying to keep school in session as best they can, but smaller class sizes and so forth. And all I keep saying is, all right, sweetheart, just keep pivoting, pivot, just pivot away from that, go to something new. And she said, dad, it's now November. I have pivoted so much. My neck has whiplash. I mean, <laughs> That is a true statement, and I, I absolutely believe that, and you are probably going to pay for that chiropractic bill. Yeah, um, yeah. I, it, it's absolutely the truth, um, but you, you know, you say the word pivot, and it just has so much more meaning now than it ever has, because we are relying on that to get us through. Absolutely. Well, I want to enter this episode at this point by saying this. Every week, Lori and I like to give you a challenge of implementing these things we speak of during the podcast. It's not necessarily enough to just simply hear them. If we don't act on them and we don't reflect on them, 
we won't change to be that bigger, better, bolder person that's within us. So this week, I want you to purposefully, not randomly, but purposefully exhibit thankfulness in your life for all the good things you receive or experience or share. Write down each day, this week of Thanksgiving, five statements of items or people you are grateful for in your life. By acknowledging your gratitude in writing, you are empowering your spirit and your mind to live a bigger, better, and bolder you. Go ahead. Live, live your, life your life by, your, by design. your design. There you go. Thank you for joining us this week. And look, enjoy your Thanksgiving from Lori and I. We wish you nothing but the most thankful of Thanksgiving season. Be safe, stay well, and we'll see you next week right here on Live a Life by Design. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our recording engineer is Happy Design Company. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley. <laughs>